internet. Internet. The internet. Look at the face 
listens and listens to the bells It's hard to believe we need a place called hell
Huh? Huh? Pretty deep thinking. Didn't think you'd get that from a erotic asphyxiator. Uh, that's how Michael Hutchinson died, by the way. Uh, welcome to another fun-filled show. Yes, today is, uh, I've got like 14 things going on right now. Today is, of course... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! Man, oh man, let, let me get the good mornings out of the way, and then I gotta get my brain going before we even really start the show, okay? So, uh, first things first, uh, first one here today, oh my gosh... <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, no, no, not that one, not that one, no, 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 this one, how about that? There you go. There it is. Good morning, bratty kid, first one here. Hope you have a good day today. Mike D says, morning, ass family, is it? And, and yes, uh, I, I would say, Mike D, yes, it is. Pump day! There you go. Pump day! Uh, Doug says, good morning, my people, let's get over this hump. Straight Fire says, work from home? Day equals three hours, 20 minutes of uninterrupted ass. Indeed, it does. Uh, Andrew says, well, fuck me, it's... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! Uh, uh, Douglas says, no, Andrew, you're not my type. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, happy... Pump day! Straight fire, I'm a bit jealous. I work from home two days a week and work in an office two days. And I can say my work from home days are always interrupted. Phone calls and meetings. I get more uninterrupted ass at the office. Hey, you should brag about that. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family, and happy... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! Special Kale says, morning, asses. Uh, I'm hearing it. Turn up the Arnie Show. I need some music. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I was singing along. Uh, Arised, good morning to you as well up there in Oklahoma. General, that means to stay at the office. Uh, Straight Fire, you sound like my supervisor. Uh, hey, look at that. Christopher dodging bullets down in Fresno, ready to accept his Employee of the Year award. Look, a, a bunch of you happy camels excited for hump day. Yes. Oh, wait. Hump day! Hump day! Hump day! Alicia says, good morning, ass amigos. Uh, Hot Mama says, happy hump day! Hump day! Hump day! You know you just played in excess to have to say that to show to find their new lead singer. I was the one and only music show I watched from beginning to end. I totally forgot till I heard the song. I even remember seeing the new guy in concert. It kind of brought it full circle. Jen, the guy that won that show, was awesome. I love the CD that they put with him. I, I remember the change, but, man, I was such a big NXS fan with Michael Hutchinson. I, I, I like that dude. That dude was cool. So, yeah, I didn't watch any of it because, man, once 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 the, the fabric seal is broken on a band, and, I mean, the only one that, that is even close is Van Halen. But, like, I never saw Leonard Skinner when the real Leonard Skinner died to plane crash. You can't mix up and match up a whole lot of stuff. I mean, ACDC, okay, but, like, Guns N' Roses, I'd never see them until at least Slash and Axel were back together. And NXS was the same way. Like Journey, I will never see Journey unless Steve Perry comes out and sings with Journey. Man, oh man. That's that's the cruelest of them all. 
Uh, if one band can get me to watch an entire concert with an Asian frontman, then NXS can get me to fall in love with a new frontman. Hell, I didn't know the first one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, little, little fella got caught singing, uh, <laughs> Don't Stop Bereaving. I'm not kidding. Don't Stop Bereaving. <laughs> See, that's the kind of mood that I'm in right now today. Because I, I, I have to admit something I did this weekend, but I have to take you to my first two things of guilty pleasures right now. Okay, so the first one is, is some guy I found on a TikTok, right? He goes by Randy underscore the underscore plumber underscore trio. This is the way that we used to watch the Olympics, just like this old boy right here. Baby, seven to four. They got us right now. They got to try to thread the needle, baby. Look at this shot right here. Here comes Vicky. Look at this. Focus. Look at her eyes, baby. And she releases the stone. Come on, Chris, baby. God dang rock, son. Whoa, baby. Sweet, son. Sweet, baby. Sweet. Sweet, baby. Come on, baby! Whoa! <laughs> Thread the needle, son! Thread the needle! Here it comes, baby! Here's the needle, baby! And he threads the needle, son! Whoa, baby! That's a three, baby! That's a three! It's all tied up, son! It is all tied up! Whoa, baby! Vicky is a bad, bad girl, baby! And Chris is a bad boy! Whoa! Team USA! Vicky and Chris is- If they let that guy announce the Olympics, ratings would be through the roof. I, 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 oh my God. Oh dear God, that was the funniest thing. And I mean, he's got like a whole thing. He's got like a, a trucker style hat on that says curling is the shit. This guy is my new spirit animal. Sorry, all you people that are offended by that. Randy the plumber. Boy, that guy right there, he, he's getting himself a faller. God damn, that was fucking great. See, that made that, that just did it right there for me. That I knew what kind of mood I was going to be in. Uh, glad you found Randy the Plumber. He's hilarious. Uh, good morning, y'all. Here now they want people to double mask and wear pantyhose on our faces. Fuck Fauci. Yeah, I talked about that yesterday, Fred. Where were you? Reminds me of the death crawl scene in Facing Giants. You keep going, Brock. Give me more. Don't quit. That's how I watch curling, but not this year. I'm skipping the Genocide Olympics. Fuck the CCP. I tagged NBC Olympics TikTok channel. Oh, my God. Oh, he is so great. And then, Brady Kid was sending me these videos, right? And uh, she sent me one from the Paralympics. Now, Now, I saw something that I've never seen before, and it's kind of ironic that I'm saying I've seen, I've never seen this before. Um, He sounds to me like watching the Olympics, just a little bit more redneck, but fuck, I get so into it. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, what I saw was like, I thought it was like, I thought it was a Valentine's Day thing. Honest to God, when she first sent it to me, I thought it was a Valentine's Day thing that we're going to compete in the couple's holding hand uh, fucking 100-yard dash or whatever. 
It, it looked like these were Olympic-level holding hand racers. And as the camera panned in, now one of them had a blindfold on. Now, now I, I understand the levels of blindness. and th- This is the Paralympic Games where they're having like a, 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 a race, like a 200-meter race, but it's the blind. Now, now look, I, I understand that you can be a certain percentage blind and still kind of see, so that's why you got to put the blindfold on them. But, but isn't that just kind of saying you're 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 blind, but you're not blind blind? Oh my God! Oh, I had so many ideas with that. Hey, you, you, <laughs> the blindfold is the best part of it. But get rid of the seer. Get rid of the guy. No, 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 or or the gal or whoever you're running with. Buenos dias, ogre. Uh, get get rid of them. Get rid of them. Let them people. I mean, they let blind people like play f- baseball and shit because they got a little buzzer in there, heighten your senses and all that kind of shit. So put in beeps where they got to start leaning to the left. Oh my god. Holy shit, think of the pay-per-view numbers that could get. Oh, Jesus. Have, like, the blind throw the javelin? Oh, that is pay-per-view shit right there. Any of the throwing events, discus, shot put, or they got to spin, oh, the hammer toss, the blind hammer toss? We're going to see some casualties. (laughs) Well, we'll see them. (laughs) Um, just think the announcer calling the race a and it's a blind leading a blind I know right Stevie Wonder was in the crowd waving a pennant saying hooray for the deaf (laughs) with a blind race my thought was someone like you or Mike could not be the seers well, no, fuck it. First of all, I ain't going to be able to run like that. But secondly, she says, fuck, I can see you now losing and just digging deep and dragging your blind person to the wind. Oh, my God. Blind archery. Oh, yes. Yes. Blind archery. Oh, this would be so fantastic. We need to get the blind people on board with this. The the deaf aren't going to care. They aren't hearing us talk about it, so shit. Oh, my gosh. How do they do diving? Oh, very carefully. We could have the entire blind Olympics. I would love that. That would be fantastic. Track and field, we do figure skating. Oh, fuck you. Blind figure skating. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Blind luge? What can't they? Oh, oh. (laughs) Blind cross-country shooting. (laughs) The games are in China. 
they end up in the Ukraine? <laughs> mm. Blind synchronized swimming. Oh, my God. Just keep Homelander away from the blind. Remember what he did to that blind hero in training. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this reminds me of the family guy bit when the deaf team never made it because they couldn't hear the alarm or people banging on the door. <laughs> See, but they were deaf deaf. <laughs> the, 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 some of these runners are just blind. They, they, they're blind, but they ain't blind blind. See, I told you, I'm in a goofy-ass mood today. Uh, last one here, I got to admit something I did this week. I, I, I lost my patience. I got mad. And I'm ready to start imposing national... Uh, 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 we need to get a symposium together. And, and we need to start passing the, the laws of the shopping center. Okay, we, we need a group to get together, go to Washington, and present this as a, a bill of rights to uh, Joe human being or Joette human being, whatever. Because it happened again this weekend. And I, I'm just telling you right now, I'm pissed off. I'm still mad at this. The Ask Blind Olympics, because we believe in true diversity where we don't see color or gender. Now, that's funny. That is funny. Um, so, we got to go to uh, Costco on Saturday, I believe it was. Saturday? Yeah, it was Saturday. Now, we had to go there, right? And we needed gas, too. So the first thing we did was we checked the gas, and it was like, pfft, like a billion people here. So we had to pass the first time. Then we go to the store, right? Um, so I go in there, and, and it, it starts right from the jump. From the moment I cross the, the street to get a shopping cart, it starts. I have to figure out which cart to get because they have like six rows. And there's a family of four in front of me and they're blocking four of the rows. So I have to wait until the, you know, the big one gets a cart. So you finally get a cart, get out the way. I get the cart, and now they're in front of me. They're in front of me, and they don't know how, I guess, the laws of the lanes are in stores. Now, there's an unwritten rule that when you walk in and you got like a big long walk to, to get to like it, Winco's or, I don't know, Costco, you, you, you do it like you're driving. You go on the right side. Okay, now, if there's a big enough 
you know, highway going north and south, east and west, there's, there could be a possibility of a passing lane. These idiots did not understand that you can't walk four wide through Costco on a Saturday. So, of course, you know, the big tamale, he was like, hey, come on, come come on, come on. You know, herding them all up. And then finally they got kind of herded up. And then my pet peeve, this would be punishable by the death penalty. Are these people that are walking down thoroughfares in stores, in malls especially, And they're walking, and there's a flow of traffic behind them. It's the holidays. It doesn't ever happen. But they just all of a sudden, out of nowhere, stop. They just stop right in front of you. Well, I'm here to tell you, on behalf of Joe P. Public Shopper here, I am here to say it is okay to ram that person now in the back. It is now all right. And you won't even have to say sorry because they did it. These people would walk for like four steps and there was a good flow of traffic going and then stop. To the point I was I was pushing the shopping cart, but instead of pushing it, I was just lifting it up. All the wheels off the ground, bouncing it off the ground because I wanted to get around them. And I got around them. Oh. I stopped at the meat department, but it took everything I had. It took everything I had to get there. Found some steaks. I was like, oh, thank God. Boom, put them in the cart. By the way, had one of them yesterday. Magnificent. Ho, 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 man, that was good. Um, so then I, I, I'm, I, I've, I've cooled down. I'm like, so I'm pushing it. Ready, kid comes along, do, 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 and we turn the first corner, and look who's there. It's them. So now I have to figure out, is this going to ruin my day? Am I going to physically assault someone today? Which we have now deemed, if you stop in those stores, it is no longer physically assaulting them. But on that day, it was still would be considered assault. Especially if I, you know, beat them with the cart. Um, So we turned this corner and bam, they're right there. And I said, no, 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 no. I went, I, I, I mean, I, I lethal weaponed it, I, I naked gunned it. Any kind of car chase you think about when they go down the wrong way, that's what I did. I put on, and I was like, and I was gone. 
had to get to the Dr. Pepper aisle. Didn't want to take 30 minutes to get to the Dr. Pepper aisle because the Go-Go's, or I, I should call them the Stop Stops, the Stop Stops in front of me, they were stopping everywhere. And here's the interesting thing. They weren't getting anything. Why are you stopping everywhere and you don't get anything? Oh, my God. And you can spot them. Oh, you can spot them. So finally, got the Dr. Pepper in the car. And we spotted them. And they were on, like, the, the far end of that aisle. And I was like, let's go all the way down here and then check out. Okay. Gone. Past them. Then, so, so, so now I, I've cooled down. But somebody almost got assaulted on the way out. So we're walking. You know, and you got to show them your little fucking receipt because it's all part of the membership plan, blah, blah, blah. It's not as bad as Sam's, but don't get me started on those motherfuckers. Uh, so you got to show your receipt. So I, I, I'm walking, right? And, and I see, I, look, man, I, I, I see a stop and rob owner right next to me. And he's got his, you know, weekly haul of bubble gum and everything else where he can buy it from that store instead of getting it from the company. And then mark it up at whatever rate he wants to mark it up. So I see him next to me. And we're about two deep, three deep going out. Well, I'm seeing what people got in front of him. Because, see, I pay attention to this kind of stuff. His line moves, so he's kind of staying over there. And, and, and this is where I make a, a break for the right. I make a break for the right because, and he's wanting to, but he didn't make that break. Oh, no, he didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-uh. I got past you, motherfucker. And let me say right now, I chose correctly. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, because the lady that was I was right behind had like two things, bleep, blop. Then I went up there, bloop, blop. And he's still too deep in line. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The winner that day was the one and only Artie. Goddamn states. <laughs> but I still banged a cart. I straight up and down. Uh, let's see. Uh... Those people should be bare maced right in the fucking eyeballs and have a fresh out of the microwave 900 degree hot pocket shoved in their hairy assholes. Oh, the, the stoppers are the worst. In the mall, oh. Does Costco offer the home delivery shopping like other stores? I've not stepped foot in a store in the last nine months because all the stores I use deliver. Well, la dee da dee do. <laughs> Uh, the other day, I'm driving my son to Taekwondo, and this shit burger was going 20 in a 30 zone. A column of us drive eight deep. At one point, I had enough, saw an opening, and passed him in the person in front of me. I looked in my mirror and saw other people following, doing the same. If you're that slow, pull the fuck over and let people pass. You're clearly not trying to get anywhere. No! Oh, 
Oh, the checkout happened, right? So, oh, oh, that's right. I forgot about this guy because I think he ended up being a worker there or something. So this, uh, we're 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 getting uh, we're headed right to the checkout, right? And all of a sudden, I'm caught off guard because I like this uh, this hydration water, this IV water. I like it, and I saw a packet of it that I'd never seen before, and I was like, oh shit, maybe it's grape finally. It wasn't. It was like ginger lemon, which that. Uh, and and I didn't want it, so I I come back and this this, bratty kid's right there at the register. And this big old fat dude in overalls. All of a sudden, just comes barreling through. And I'm like, hey, have you ever heard of the concept of a line? And he just kept going. We, we, we got to the checkout, and I looked, and he's, like, walking down where employees go. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Rude-ass fat bastard. Cut me off like that. I'll cut you into pieces. But, yeah. So, there you go. I, I lost my cool. Not really, but. Your twin. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> oh, here's the other thing that I saw. Now, I, I saw this, and, and I laughed about it. But then, then I, I, I read the story. Let's see if I can get the story back. There he is. So, Tom Brady announced his retirement. We got an update on that coming up a little bit later. And everybody wants to know, well, what's Gronk going to do? What is Rob Gronkowski going to do? Is he going to retire? It was an alternate universe, Arnie, and he didn't acknowledge you to avoid upsetting reality. Okay, I I can live with that. I I still make overalls look better than that guy did. Uh, So everybody's kind of wondering what Gronk. Gronk has come out and said, man, I know the next quarterback I want to play with. And he announced he wants to play with Joe Burrow. Super Bowl quarterback. And remember, tomorrow, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is going to be in the house. And we got all Super Bowl. All Super Bowl. Okay, so so this is the way the show is going to work tomorrow. Hold on. I'll get back to this story. Let me put a pin in this story. I haven't done a Valentine's Day show yet. So, I, I mean, I'm thinking maybe tomorrow will be the Valentine's mixed in with the Super Bowl, and then Friday will be all that kind of good stuff. So, wait, wait, wait. Friday I've got, oh, man, do I have good stuff. I got good stuff picked out all week. Oh, we got the, uh, we got the Super Bowl National Anthem, the best and worst of those. That's coming up on Friday. So, back to the Gronk thing. He wants to go and play with Joe Burrow. This is Joe Burrow's second season in the league. Now, that's pretty high praise. Rob Gronkowski, he is going to be a Hall of Famer. Just mainly for popularity alone, but he does have a few records. He is a, a good player. I have no problem with him going into the NFL Hall of Fame whatsoever. 
He's a big donkey. But on the field, he's a, he's a good player. He's a clean player. Off the field, he's an idiot. We all love him for his, him being an idiot. But he's not breaking the law being an idiot. He's just living his best life. And when he gets on the field, it's all business. He wants to play with Joe Burrow. Now, it made me question myself for uh, uh, can can Rob Gronkowski be a mentor? I I, I I know anybody can look, he's a Hall of Famer, like I said, but do you really want to say that Gronk is my mentor? Usually that's what a bunch of frat guys would say. You know, as they're about to date rape some chick. This is for Gronk. This goddamn insurance commercial keep him out just based on those. Amen. I'm special. Yeah, get him off TV quick. Let him stay in the league, but... I mean, I, I don't know, you know, because, and, and can he fulfill the duty of a mentor? Or is he just going to teach Joe Burrow how to build the perfect beer bong? I mean, that's what Gronk, does anybody look at Gronk and ever take him serious? I think that's why he came back to the NFL, because they, they, they wanted to put him in movies. And you look at him, and if that is his acting ability right there, the, the I'm wrong, uh, pff, busted, I'm, I'm the NFL's Rob Gronkowski, oh, I, I'm Super Bowl champ Rob Gronkowski. That's why he came back to the NFL. That motherfucker couldn't act out of a wet paper bag. That motherfucker couldn't act dead. Him as a mentor, and and then I thought about it. I'm like, who knows the NFL better than Gronk? He got to play in the NFL with, in his era's greatest of all time, not the actual greatest of all time, but his era's greatest in Tom Brady. And, you know, here's the thing I I, I think that that we all kind of miss, and this is one reason why I did like Brady. We, we He did the same thing, but he did it on a, a much bigger winning scale. Well, he shouldn't say he did it on a bigger scale, but in the course of the game, bigger scale by winning Super Bowls. Everybody fell in love with Peyton Manning because Peyton Manning could deliver a good line. He was funny, hosted SNL, did all that kind of stuff. Tom Brady didn't do that stuff because, well, Tom Brady wanted to win the Super Bowl. Sorry. Tom Brady married a supermodel. Knocked her up a bunch of times. It took a little while, but Tom Brady then decided to start showing his real side. And I think he started showing that real side when Gronk came to the team because he reminded Tom Brady that you're a grown man playing a kid's game. 
All those funny, like, like when, when we saw Tom Brady throw this, the Lombardi trophy across the water to Gronk, who else would get Tom Brady to throw the Lombardi trophy over some dirty-ass Florida Baywater? It was Gronk. Gronk brought out this side of Brady that nobody really wants to admit because you hate him. But he is pretty funny. He can take a joke. Is he as goofy looking as Peyton Manning? No, and that's why Peyton Manning's allowed to do it. See, you can only be so manly on TV. Peyton's got kind of a knock, you know, because he's kind of goofy looking. And then you get Tom Brady, who's halfway funny, good-looking guy. That's just not fair. It was good that we allowed we allowed him to be the greatest of all time because he could wear a helmet. Nobody had to see him or know his personality. Brady trusts Gronk to catch that ball so he can catch that trophy. Yeah. Brady was the GOAT, G-O-T-E, the greatest of their era. I don't mind that. I like that. Now, and and let, let's pump the brakes a little bit, even me included. I like Joe Burrow. I do. I, I like him a lot. I, I think he's a good, hard-nosed working kid that... Go Tigers. I mean, that, that right there alone. Heisman Trophy, undefeated season, national championship, first pick. Two years later, he's in the Super Bowl. Who'd he sell his soul to? But he hasn't won anything yet. I just want to pump the brakes. And uh, I know of another quarterback that had some kind of rush like this, too. Minus the national championship, he did win the Heisman Trophy. I believe he won the Heisman Trophy, yeah. Uh, The one and only played in one Super Bowl and lost. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the best quarterback to never win a Super Bowl, the one and only Dan Marino. Woo! Now, I don't want to curse Joe Burrow to that. I want Joe Burrow to come out and and blow everything up. I'd love to see that, especially if he decided to ever come to the Cowboys. Then I then I would truly love it. Um, but. This guy's an Ohio guy. He's never going to leave. I, I don't think he'll ever leave Cincinnati. If he wins the Super Bowl, they will never let him leave. He will be the face of that organization that has, they've wanted a face in that organization for so long. They couldn't hang it on Boomer Esiason, couldn't hang it on old Ken Anderson. Hell, even Chris Collinsworth was a fucking embarrassment to them. That's saying something when you're an embarrassment to the Cincinnati Bengals. Whose face of the team, honestly, this is the true face of their team. 
We could sit here and go through every team out there and say who's the face of the team. And by that, when I say the Cincinnati Bengals, who do you think of? Cincinnati Bengals is a tough one. I would say the go-to NFL fan would say Anthony Munoz. Either Anthony Munoz or if they don't say Joe Burrow now. Icky Woods. There you go. I'd like to see Stafford get a ring for all those years he suffered in Detroit. Well, I tell you, I mean, Matthew Stafford, it's very, very interesting because they did a story about these two guys. Both were number one picks. Joe Burrow was in his first Super Bowl two years into the league, and Matthew Stafford, I believe it's his 12th year in the league. (laughs) You're not saying it's Chad Ochocinco or Carson Palmer? Carson Palmer had a chance. Carson Palmer had a great chance at that. Uh, There was a year, I, I think it was his second year in the league, and um, they made it to the playoffs. And second game in, they blew his knee out. The, the, the Bengals were the best team in the league probably that year. Blew out his knee, and he was never, ever the same. He had, I think he had the best chance. I want to see Stafford on the sidelines frowning because he's wasted his entire career with the team. That the NFL wants to get into the Super Bowl. Fuck him and his slack-jawed, droopy Bill Clinton face. <laughs> oh, he's he's big right down in the Dallas-Fort Worth area because he went to high school here. He went to Highland Park, which is the hoity-toity high school. That's the where the police department drove Mercedes around uh, on patrol. That's the high school he went to. And he went there with Clayton Kershaw and all this. I mean... I mean I don't hold any ill will towards him. I like Joe Burrow better. I like him a lot better. Yeah, he got ACL'd. Yeah, Carson Palmer back then. But like I said, I think the Bengals were probably the best team in the NFL when they were in the playoffs. And I was kind of rooting for him. And then that happened, and I was like, oh, man. And it's always Cincinnati. Cincinnati can always like kind of like start to show up, and then they shit the bed. Something happens to them. They're cursed. Damn Paul Brown Stadium. So there you go. So so there's a possibility that Rob Gronkowski could be a mentor to Joe Burrow, and it doesn't involve shotgunning beers. Uh. Now, now we can we we can start the show now, and it it's so funny. <sighs> the view does it again. I, I don't know how this show keeps going on, but one of the hosts—that's her name—is her middle name. I'm bad at it. I'm bad at that. That that's her middle name, Sonny. I'm bad at hosting. Okay drastically overstated the percentage of coronavirus deaths among young people. 
Uh, let's see. What did she say? She said she didn't want her children to be part of the 1%. (laughs) The 1% of those who get intubated and die from COVID-19. She said 1%. When the actual death rate is 0.008%. Uh, oh, man. Oh, that would be great if they won for Howard Hesman. That would be fantastic. This might, this might get the gang back together. Uh, so, yeah. So, and, and by the way, the view just, ah, uh, whoops a daisy. Sorry about that. Hold on a second. Let, let us play our new theme music real quick. Hey, welcome to The View. You know, we have to correct something from every show that we've ever done. We're wrong all the time. 1%? Boy, that's, that's a big number. That's a big number. When 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 total deaths haven't even hit one percent yet, <laughs> it's bad when you talk about percentages of a percent. Yeah, she'll keep her job though. No big deal. Nothing to see here. These are not the droids you're looking for. Uh, build reinstate troops. Uh, no, we ain't gonna do that one. No, 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 not gonna do that one. That one's just not fun. I'm in a fun mood. This one will be fun. I love it, but California, you ain't one of them. Let me just tell you this: one percent my ass. It, it, the death toll in the USA is as long as 220 million, according to Camel Toes Harris. Multiple states, including Oregon to New Jersey, are ending the mask mandate. That's right, I said it. New Jersey, Connecticut, Delaware, Oregon. Liberal, 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 liberal. They're all ending. What happened? Where'd it go? Whoops a daisy with that? I don't know. Maybe I, uh, just about two weeks ago, we were told that it wouldn't be until the end of February that the bad stuff happens. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Um, I'm I, I'm lost. You know, every once in a while, I, I get I get kind of goofy, and, and, and I get lost. Where do I have that dickhead yelling? Oh, man, I lost it. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. Yeah, that is true. Is he on the front page? Okay. Well, I'll find him. You know I'm going to find him. Duh! I'm on that one. Mail? 
No, he's not in the mail. No. Oh, there he is. There we go. But what about the science? Aren't they following the science? Ending the face diaper mandate, we're all going to die. Say those midterm elections are creeping up, ain't they? <laughs> Liberal straight's trying to toss out lollipops before reinstating the mask mandates. As soon as we all get our free test kits and masks, someone made a lot of money. Oh, God, they made billions of dollars. Aren't you know Tucker Carlson listens to your show? He plagiarized your pantyhose story last night. Hey, hey look, hey. I, I appreciate Tucker, thank you. I appreciate it. Give me some fucking credit, though, thief. Uh, they are opening up now so Joe has his State of the Union address so he can claim victory over the virus. You know, I, I hope Joe does come out because I, I was thinking about this today. Uh, we, we, you know what? We, we, we have to play this. I mean, uh, we, we, we. You make the call. Okay, I mean, it, this one's a tough one for me. And that's why we're doing. You make the call. What is Joe Biden's most racist comment? Would it be comment number one? Corn Pop was a bad dude. Uh, what about comment number two? And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs. That turn that 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 turn uh, um, blonde in the sun, and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight, and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned Black about kids. kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Now, now remember, which one is more racist? I get out of the bus. I get out of the car. And, uh, and I'd say, Mom, why are all those kids, it was then called colored, why are all those colored kids in that bus? Because in Scranton, there weren't any. There were very few blacks. So they're not allowed to go to school. But even Dr. King's assassination. We already have a nigger mayor. But even Dr. King. So what was it? I get out of the bus. The colored or? But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact. That George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did. Or was it this one? This country is doomed. It is doomed, not just because of African Americans, but because by 2040, this country is going to be minority white European. Now, think about all those. Or was his most comment, uh, most racist comment in 1985? We already have a nigger mayor. We don't need any more nigger big shots. That's Joe Biden. So, uh, uh, ass family, uh... You make the call. Who'd you choose?
What call did you All make? All right, here we go to the scores box. Straight Fire says cockroaches. That one isn't racist. It's more pedo. Funniest is corn bop. That's a bad dude. Roaches is racist. What about the red states? Have they all ended mask mandates? The only states I hear about are Florida and Texas. But, yeah, blue states are definitely going to try to clean house for the State of the Union. So pathetic. No, we haven't had mask, mask mandates for months here in Texas. So, Oh, he called black kids roaches? Yes. What is this country is doomed for a thousand, Alex? Ooh. The doom comment is very, very racist. And then Hangtown Jen. Oh, my God. The N-word. The hard R. Dear Lord, that was shocking. <laughs> That's a reaction video to some black dude listening going, Joe's, oh, this country's doomed. And look on his face is like, what the fuck did you just say, honky devil? Damn it, he keeps getting more racist with each comment. 1985 with a bullet. Saying an entire country is doomed is the most racist. Kentucky nigga may is pretty bad too. Too many to choose. Just spin the wheel. You won't be wrong. You sure he wasn't advocating for the Cowboys' new kicker to run for public office? Hey, I called the, the I called the pro shop yesterday. I have witnesses. I called the Cowboys pro shop up at the star where they practice. I said, Hey, ha- have y'all got the new kicker's uh, jersey yet? The, the 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 Chris Nagar jersey yet? And she's like, uh, no, sir, no, we haven't gotten those in stock yet. I'm like, okay. He signed a futures contract with the Cowboys. If he if he signs the contract, that jersey's mine. So mainstream media mistook Joe Rogan as a racist when in reality it's Joey B, not Joey R. The one where people view Joe is talking about the Cowboys' new kicker. This is a two-headed coin. Either way, you're a winner. Oh, man. Wow. But let's all remember just the orange man and how racist he was. Outside of the 1985 comment, you know, the granddaddy? We already have a nigger. Okay, there you go. That's enough. Outside of that, I think these are all within the last two years. Well, uh, the corn pop was. That was on the campaign trail. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh. I, and here, here's the sad part. I look at presidential elections like I, I, I look at it to what the, the way I vote is vote based on this is who makes me feel safest because that's the government's only job. Wh- which of these two men makes me feel more safe in my country? It could be food from foreign attacks. It could be from whatever. That's the way I look at it. I felt way more safe with Donald Trump than I did with Joe Biden. There's also one that uh, my other rule is this. How will this affect my career? Now, by that, I mean, 
and sadly, I didn't include this before, but it, since it is a bylaw now of my voting rules, how of impact my career is, how whack job is this person? Are they ultra conservative? And they're going to impede free speech on the public airwaves the way that they've done to radio, and that's why podcasts are more popular now. It's because people don't want things sugar-coated to them. People want them to tell them the truth or at least lie to them and use some profanity while lying. How did this slip by? How is this not something brought up when he was running for president? Where was the opposition? Oh, the, he said it, but but the problem is is that there's no way that, that Donald Trump's people who were letting him run for office would let him. It was a race to see who could call one another the racist fast enough. And sadly, that was the last real race that Joe Biden won. Because you can't have one guy saying this guy's a racist and then the other guy saying, no, this guy's a racist. Because And, and the way the reason why they don't want to do that, even though we all kind of know they, they are doing that, is because whoever we align with, we will then be deemed somewhat of a racist. That's how. Even Joe Exotic didn't drop the N-word. Oh, man. It it, it frightens me where we are as a society. That that these mask mandates have to end, and, and we're all sitting here going, we know what this is about. This is about an election coming up. That's all. They're pandering to us. So what have we done then for the last 30 months? What have we done? We know the masks don't work. We, we, we know all this, but there's been a, a portion of society that has fought tooth and nail for it. How many Karen videos do we need to see of, of, of people going up to each other going, where's your mask? Well, why is it your business? Dear Lord, is our country. It's about wearing kids' gloves to win the race. This is our fucking country now, being run by an old babbling fool who apparently had a bit of loose tongue and narrow mind in his younger years. In fucking his older years, he totally forgot what he was supposed to forget. (laughs) The fun of younger days, just disaster. Truly. This is where we all need to, sadly, and and, and look, I I, I don't play this lightly and I don't play it because it's funny or anything like that, but... You need to grow the fuck up. You really do. We all do. We all have to put on our big boy, you know, britches one leg at a time. And we have to come to some hard truths again. These hard truths are, are sometimes they're tough to swallow. I ain't gonna lie. Fuck, I, I, I've had to swallow a lot of these truths myself, and I don't like to. 
I carry myself with a lot of confidence when I go out. I'm a big guy. A lot of people can make fun of me for my size. So, hey, I'm going to I'm going to carry myself with confidence. I'm going to look good when I go out. I'm going to carry myself with confidence because that's going to overpower them with my confidence, first and foremost, if anybody wants to have any issues with me. But I have confidence because I also know one thing. The first time I ever heard this was from Michael P.S. Hayes of the Fabulous Freebirds. First time I ever heard this. It ain't the size of the fight in the dog. Ain't the size of the dog in the fight that matters. It's the size of the fight in the dog that matters. Meaning you can be the biggest guy in the world. Some little guy is going to whoop your ass. So I, I, I'm not opposed to anybody because I know anybody can whoop my ass, so there you go. And that's the other thing that I've learned. Is that somebody out there has got my number. I'm not saying I'm the toughest guy in the world. No, no, not by any means. I'll scrap. I'll hold my own. But I know in the back of my head somebody has my number. I'm not the undefeated champ. I've gone down before. I know people are out there that got my number. And that's what keeps me in check. But it keeps me in check just knowing that I am willing to stand up for myself or the people that I'm around because that's who I am. And that person is bratty kid. Yep. We've perfected the art of looking like retards in public. Yeah, I, I, I'm afraid. I, I'm afraid. Uh-oh, retard alert. Retard alert. Boy, you might be legally retarded. He has all three major kinds of retardation. No, he's not retarded. <laughs> I mean, we really do. Let's, let's, let's play out a scenario because I'm in, I'm in a goofy mood, like I said today. Now, look, I get mad. I get all pissy and everything. But sometimes, if I'm thinking, I'll try to prevail this way. Let's say you go to a restaurant. I don't know. We'll call it a a, a steakhouse from, I don't know, some distant country. I don't know, maybe in, in the outback country. Something like that. Okay? And you go in there and you want a hamburger. And you want it cooked rare. And you know they'll cook your hamburger rare because that's the way you prefer your hamburgers is cooked rare. When they ask you how you'd like your burger, you say rare. Oh, do you mean it? Yes, I mean it. I want to see where the jockey was still fucking hitting it. And it comes out. And it's. Medium to medium well. Now, it just depends on what kind of day it is for me. Really? Most of the time, I'd like to think I'd be character A. Character A who says, oh, this sucks. Fuck shit. When the waitress comes, you go, hey, this is overcooked like by a lot. And 
they're willing to go get you another one, but you know there's going to be boogers and and, 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 and dandruff and all kinds of stuff shaking in that. And you're like, no, no, it's okay. Don't worry. I'll just. Now, if you take the, no, no, it's okay. Nine times out of ten. Well, maybe not nine. Seven times out of ten. Like I can take a C average there. That waitress is going to feel bad. You're not making her night any worse. All she got to do is go to the manager and say, hey, they way, they way overcooked his burger. Manager says, okay, we can comp that. And they take care of it. They take it off the list. Or, for example, you go for a chicken fried steak somewhere in Fort Worth, Texas. And somehow, these idiots burn a chicken fried steak. Now, person A came out through another person. What about person B? Now, person B is who you want to be. Person B is that person, and we've all been person B. Don't tell me you've never been person B. We'll go through that first scenario again with the hamburger. Burger comes out. Well done. And you're like, fuck shit, cock balls, damn, goddamn. Waitress comes by, you go, yeah, moron. I told you I wanted it rare. I didn't want it nuked. This is awful. Get me your manager. Now, now, first of all, you're probably going to get it comped. But, but you're going to want to leave probably right away. Because you're not really person grata there. You're being a dick. Now, it feels good. I ain't going to lie. It feels good being a dick like that. Try to be person A. Try. I, I understand person B comes out, and I'm not judging you for it. I'm not. I'm saying person A gets a little bit more luck. And person B. And, oh, person B, you're remembered, too. You're remembered if you keep going to that restaurant. If you go back to that restaurant, they'll remember who you are. That doesn't bode well for the dandruff and the snot and, and the fingernail clippings that will be in your next Caesar salad there. Ooh. There's a place in Destin, Florida that serves a raw hamburger called the Cannibal. See, I, I don't want I need it seared. I need I need there to be a little little sear to it to hold it together. Yucca, and now I don't want to go eat because I'm that picky bitch that always fucks up at least one part of my order. Always, and I'm always fearful to ask for it to be sent back and redone. Now, now there look, look, look. If there's a chance, like, and this is one I don't recommend a lot because this is this is somewhat I don't want to say groveling, but you have to put in the you have to put in the performance to go with this this song and dance that you're about to do here. Let's say and and Jen Jen I hope you've got a pen and paper because I'm going to go through this and what you have to do. First step, 
you have to flag down your waitress and say, you got the quotations ready to go here? Say, look, I'm so sorry, so sorry to bug you because I know how busy you are right now. Uh, I just wanted to see if there's any way, if the kitchen isn't too busy, comma, if the kitchen isn't too busy, to, to, to redo my order because it didn't come out too good and, and, and I'm not caring for it. And, and I know that I, y'all are busy or you guys are busy. But if you could, that would be great. If not, now this is the most important part. If not, I totally understand. Yes, you, you have to say that entire thing. I, it, look, look, look. If you need to download that, it will be available later at ArnieRadio.com. That is about one of the only ways, and it is groveling. That that waitress will take your food to the back and say, hey, this lady was real nice. Shit's happening. Can you redo this? And they're like, yeah, okay. You know, maybe they'll only put one ball sack on there. Maybe. I don't know what the rule of that kitchen is. But you're less likely to have a large amount of pubic hair on that food. And yes, you had to grovel that entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have zero fear of sending food back. Personally, I'll ask if the waiter or waitress remembers my order. Then I'll ask them if my food looks how I ordered it. Well, you asked all those questions, uh, Fred, and I'm just telling you right now, there's been a lot of dick and balls in your food. <laughs> Do you remember my order? Oh, that's the first ball sack being dropped. <laughs> Does that look like the... Oh, no, sir. Let me go to the back and get you another one. Now the entire ball sack is on that steak. Uh, How dare you say, guys, you misgendering, bigot. Oh. (laughs) Bullshit. When they ask how your meal is, you tell them. Like, my chicken fried steak was burnt, so you couldn't hide it because I don't put gravy on it. Bam, meal's free. There's so much to get through on that, like the no gravy on chicken fried steak, but I, I, I have to continue. Which is worse, groveling or public pubic hair in your food? That, that's the question. That is the question of the day. Which one, which one will not bug you that much that day? Great advice, Arnie. You know where I fuck up? It's when ordering. Because I'm so fucking specific and enunciate every clear part of my order, I think it comes off as conceding. I try hard not to be, but like when you're talking to someone who does not speak English, so you just ask louder and slower. Yep, that's my ordering. Okay, okay, Jen, I can help you. Jen, you you take my crash course right now. I'm going to help you. What you need to do, oh, this, this is the easiest fix in the world. Jen, you're never going to have to worry again. You continue to add your flair in there, the way you enunciate everything. 
and you insert some groveling. You insert the groveling there. I, I'm so I, I, I'm so sorry. Did I, did, did I say that correctly? Yeah, you see, you have to do that. You have to you have to involve some groveling in there. And then you won't come off as a conceited jackass. Look, they, they're going to look at you as a groveler a little bit, but hey, if that means you ain't got to send whatever food you're sending back back, my job is done here. You should hear Jenor. I never want to hear another word about my meals. Jen, they transplanted, not retarded. Uh, no to V Coop. I might not be there because I say that uh, post green. I don't, oh, I don't even know what that word is. I love you and fuck you. I was way grown up that day. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So there you go. Um, they say Virginia is the place for lovers. Yeah, unless you're gay. Right, that was that was that's Virginia's like state logo. Like Texas is the Lone Star State, Virginia the state for lovers, and then and now they have to add to that dot dot dot, unless you're gay. The House of Delegates subcommittee voted five to four against the constitutional amendment. Uh, okay, that 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 do 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 do. Oh yeah. Voted six to four to reject a proposed amendment that would remove language barring same-sex marriage from the state constitution. Whoopsie Daisy, whoopsie, whoopsie cockle there. Oh man. I mean, isn't it like two? Isn't it like so? Two thousand twelve to be anti-gay marriage now. I Googled it. it. had to do with black and white people. Uh, let's see. The first new one was named Loving. Mm-mm-mm. Virginia for lovers. Unless you're gay. See right there? Saturday Night Live, you have a bit. You're welcome. Zach, good morning to you, my friend. Virginia, this is a place for interracial lovers. But that's just too wordy for a license plate. <laughs> Shit. Joe Biden would never be a resident of that state. You never know. You never know what kind of mayor you might get there in Virginia. We already have a nigger mayor. Oh, my God. What? What, Joe? What? Oh, I'm going to get in trouble for using that. I know. I'm going to get in so much trouble for using that. And I'm laughing about it right now. That's the best part, is that this could be it. Joe Biden could be my launching spot onto hundreds of millions of dollars from Spotify just for playing. We already have a nigger mayor. Oh, my God, stop. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Look, I already know. I'm, I'm going to hell. I, I already know. I, I know I'm going there. Don't care. 
Let's see, we'll save that guy. Yeah, you are. I mean, I feel bad for you. You didn't physically drop the hard R, but dear Lord, it's almost the same. I know, right? If SNL did that bit, wait, wait, wait. They would screw it up, and look how they'd try to make fun of Biden. I know, right? Yeah, look, look, here's the skit. You have Joe Biden driving into Virginia. Oh, hey, 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 stop the car here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does the, you make him tag the, the sign. Virginia is for lovers, dot, 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 unless you're gay. And he misspells gay. How great would that be? There's your entire skit. So I need a warning. You're going to let those rip. Arnie, the lady next door, hears everything through the walls, and you're not giving me enough time to turn it down, LOL. Look, I'm not going to play that one that often. Today today is the only day that, because, look, I, even I cringe when I hear it. I mean, and I don't usually cringe when I hear that word, but man, oh man, does he sell it. I mean, there is selling words, and then there is the Joe Biden school of selling words. Uh, let's see. I like this story. First time I saw it on a license plate, I thought it said Virginia is for losers. Hey, hey, everybody, we're giving this guy another chance in America. An illegal immigrant who allegedly drew swastikas in D.C.'s Union Station will not be deported. We are unstoppable. Another world is possible. We are unstoppable. Another world is possible. United States plays our glorious leader, Joe Biden, misspeaking and saying the N-word. He shouldn't be allowed to have a podcast. We must cancel him. Just wait for some snowflake. They're going to push that message. Yes, yes, look how they're pushing that message. I'm the one who's being canceled for playing something Joe Biden said. I feel yeah. I work in a county office most often alone, but it's a public place and people do walk in. I've been caught mid-Arnie show when Arnie songs are on. Having a property owner walk in and me singing fuck a cow is what I imagine to be nothing compared to a person next to you hearing you laughed at a hard R without any context. Priceless. Oof. Man, oh man. This is good. I, I, I mean, like... We're not deporting a guy who's already been deported. A guy who commits crimes in our country. And now commits acts of, of, of anti-Semitism in our country, and we're not deporting him? Something's wrong. Look, 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 look. Let, let's just say it right now. Something is wrong. When you won't deport a guy who's been deported before, and he's come back and he's, he, he's put swastikas on temples and things like that, which is a, 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 a hate crime. 
And we're not going to send him back? How come? Geraldo Pando, a Mexican national, was arrested last month for vandalism. Accused of having drawn symbols of the Nazis a day after the International Holocaust Remembrance Day. ICE spokesman told Fox Digital that Pando entered the U.S. illegally as a minor in 1990. He was arrested for the first time in 2006 and was deported back to Mexico in 2006, 2007, 2014, and 2017. So why not now? Are, waiting, are, are, are we just waiting until he commits a crime crime? Because, you see, I'm so tired of this. I, I'm so tired of the double word having to mean it now. Oh, he didn't commit a crime crime. Remember how I started the show with blind blind? You see, I knew what I was doing. How many laws do we have to allow people to break who are, are, are not citizens of this country before we get them out? How many is it? How many is it? A crime crime like rape rape. Yeah, yeah, it, but it has to be rape rape. It can't be just rape. Remember, we learned that one the other day, too. It's got to be rape rape. No, that's just kind of uh, rape, but rape, rape. By the way, quick off ramp. Let me write rape, rape down. Rape, rape. Uh, watched an awesome movie last night on Netflix, Wind River, with uh, uh, Jeremy uh, Rucker or, Jer- or Jeremy whatever his name is, Renner. Good movie. Good flick. By the way, same guy who directed that directs, or he's the creator of Yellowstone. Tyler Sheridan. Good movie. I watched it last night. Good flick. A crime crime is a short fart. <laughs> you know those, Arnie. It's a bit more than a fart, like enough to maybe maybe have to check for the restaurant. Oh, yeah, short. Wind River. Kind of cool flick. Wind River. Kind of a cool flick. I've said it now like four times. Oh, you know what I should do? Here you go. Here you go. Here's the easiest way to do it. Wind. Bam. All right. So, so back to the double word crime of like rape, rape, and crime, crime. He's entered the country illegally, okay? I I haven't talked about this in a long time, and I think it's about time for a refresher. How many laws do we allow these people to break until we stop looking the other way? Now, do I think that that they need to deport all of it? No, that's stupid. It's a... This country has this stupid... This stupid thing, it's all or nothing, Okay? There are what thirteen million illegal American or illegal aliens in our country. 
13, 13 to 15 million illegal aliens. Thanks to the Biden administration, it jumped up a couple more. Um, there's no way we're going to round up all those people and send them back. That, that's just absolutely stupid. And, and even to try to find those people that have illegally crossed the border? No. But here's the thing. We're wiping the slab clean until you get caught. Because, see, all your shit's on a database. You're here. All you got to do is keep your nose clean. We're letting you get away with one. I asked this question a long time ago before, but if there was one crime that you could get away with, what would it be? Short of murder. Well, we'll say murder and rape are not on the table here. But you can break a crime. You can break a law. It's a felony. Nothing's going to happen to you. Bank robbery, okay, good, 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 good. Now, since you've committed that crime, if by chance you're driving down the road and you get pulled over, nobody's looking for you. That's a, they, this is, all you got to do is keep your nose clean. That's all you got to do. All you got to do is keep your nose clean. Driving down the road and you make an illegal U-turn. Didn't keep your nose clean. I'm sorry. It can be as, as simple as that. We've allowed you to get away with a felonious crime for so long. Now that we got you, we can, we can, now, this is the thing. Let's say that you've been in the country for years. Get pulled over, see this. We see that you are a contributing member of society. We do this, we do that, the other. We give you a stiff fine and all that kind of stuff. And we force you, instead of throwing you into jail, what we do is we throw you into a group where you have to become a U.S. citizen. There you go. They become a citizen of the United States then. It's a 10-year process. Hey, and you still have to contribute to society. Okay, I'm down. But the problem is we don't have anything like that because we think it's okay that they're breaking a major law of trespassing. They're here illegally, yet we give them all the rights bestowed on people that have been born here. All the rights. To all the people who, who think how, how racist America is, how bad America is, we've all grown up going to school. We've all gotten some sort of an exchange student. Maybe you had a, a Hispanic kid in your class who didn't speak English that well. That wasn't, that wasn't their first language. And they did not speak it fluently. You know about them because they were still allowed to come to school. If by chance you go to Japan, say your daddy or your mama is working in the business sector, take you over to Japan, 
You can't go to school until you learn how to speak fluent Japanese. From what I understand, not a very easy language to learn. <laughs> Jin says, fuck this is the ass family. I bet half of you are committing crimes on the daily, you low-down motherfuckers. <laughs> Why am I the first one to answer? Y'all don't act like you would not commit a crime. Do you, oh, it, mine would be totally assault. Oh, if I knew that I could savagely beat someone, that's what it would be. You have those, this land was there, uh, was theirs first thing come at you out of their mouths. So simply I say, and get a bunch of people, arm up and take it back. Well, here's the thing. I'm tired of that pussy society too. And, and, and look, I don't apologize for this and I don't think I should have to apologize for this because this is what it meant to be at war. You overtook lands. There is no Geneva Convention. When the cavalry rode up here in the hills, there, there, there was nothing like that. We took over their land. We beat them in a war. A lot of people say, well, that's an unfair war. It's a war nonetheless. They fought, and we won. The winner reaps the spoils, and we won. And And by the way, I guess I'm sorry we won. I, I, I guess. I, I mean, I, I don't know what I'm apologizing for. I'm sorry we won. That we wanted it more than you did. Oh, that we had better equipment than you? Well, that, that that's on you. At that time in this world, you defended your lands. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it was that way. I wish it wasn't. But but let me wish in this hand and shit in the other. It's the way the world was. You 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 can't go back and and, and say, oh, that was awful. Well, of course it was awful. What we did to Native American people was heinous. Those would probably be, they would, they would be up to par with war crimes right now. They would be the original war crimes. But that was before. Those, those, that was the way of the land. If you don't like it, then I, I, I guess turn, turn me off. Because there's nothing you can do if you don't like it. If you don't like it, hey, I don't necessarily like it, but there ain't nothing I can do. Yeah, and since when is war supposed to be fair? It wasn't then. It wasn't then. That, like I said, there were no Geneva Conventions, no, none of that shit. Most of these idiots don't know the Spanish took it over too, but they're not white and they didn't flourish, so it doesn't count. Unless they did it in the name of anti-fascism. People want to forget that natives fought with other natives and their crimes were bad too. Yet, because, look, look, look. 
I don't think, you know, I'm going to disagree. People don't forget that. People don't want to think that. People want to think that back in 1700s, nobody wanted to think that in the 1700s, you know, a bunch of Indian people were gathering together at the local coffee fucking shop. And hanging out and talking about the day's problems, i.e. native friends. No. No, 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 no. It wasn't the same. Those people worked hard, probably about 20 hours a day, to survive. That's not us. So we can't judge them by our standards. And that's what we do. That's what we're so guilty of. So we judge everything that happened way back then with today's standards. It's not fair. I finally am starting to understand why in certain sports you cannot compare eras. The NFL especially. How can I truly say that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time when first and foremost he lost Super Bowls? So what you're saying is it's okay to get to the Super Bowl. You don't necessarily have to win it to be the greatest. That's what we've allowed to be said. Or I stand by my conviction and say that the greatest Super Bowl quarterback, the greatest quarterback to ever live is Joe Montana. He won all the Super Bowls he was in. They didn't change the rules for Joe. Joe got beaten to hell. See, you can't compare the eras because it was a different game. I am Native American and sorry the history of what happened to my people sucks. It was horrible. But knowing what I know now, I'm glad I'm not praying to trees and killing honkies with arrows. I appreciate that. Truth is, they spent a thousand years of butchering and enslaving each other, committing genocide to preserve their own. People think Native Americans popped out of the ground, fully evolved, and <laughs> did a ring around the rosy and lived in perfect harmony. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Wasn't until the white man came along and dominated all the tribes that all of a sudden they were the, the in the in the land forever. You believe in science? Believe in evolution, and migration, and archaeology? That is science. Yep. Someone earlier said it. Goat uh, for goat. G O T E. Yep. Oh, I know. So Bradshaw, Terry Bradshaw, so you'd have to interrupt that. Now, look here. Here's the thing with Bradshaw. I love Terry Bradshaw. I think Terry Bradshaw is awesome. Now, I hated him as a Steelers quarterback. This is the knock on Bradshaw. And do I think it's fair? I don't think it is fair. They say Bradshaw would have never won all those Super Bowls if he wasn't surrounded by that team. Now, you think about it. That era of the Pittsburgh Steelers, I, I, I can call it that that was, if it's not the greatest team ever, I, I top to bottom, 
top to bottom, in that era where they won, where they won the four, you think about all the Hall of Famers on that team. And that's why Terry Bradshaw gets a knock. And they say, well, he, you could have put anybody at that position, and they would have won. And I, I kindly disagree with them. I think Bradshaw was the perfect choice for that team. And you can't say, oh, it's because of the team. Because, yes, then you can go to straight fire says Jerry Rice, John Taylor, Roger Craig. He said, absolutely, Dwight Clark. I, I, I mean, look, Joe is surrounded by great players. Great players get surrounded by great players. Great players make players great. Cowboys had great play. The 90s Cowboys, are you kidding me? JBL was a greater Bradshaw than Terry. Uh, Arnie's not arguing about it. He's just pointing out the facts, and I agree. Bradshaw haters are probably the same cocksmears who think Rodgers is the greatest ever because he didn't have a good enough team around him. Well, see, and that's the thing for me is that winners win. And winners will do whatever it takes. It was proven with Tom Brady. Tom Brady did not have the skill set to be a first pick, a first round draft pick. Tom Brady didn't. That's why he was drafted in like what the eighth round. And if it weren't for a disastrous hit on Drew Bledsoe, we might not ever know who Tom Brady is. And I remember watching that game. And I remember watching when Bledsoe got hit. He got blowed the fuck up. And then lo and behold, in comes Tom Brady. Now, going back to the era of, uh, of, of changing ears and stuff there, the, the race is kind of between Bradshaw and Montana. And this is what I hate about the NFL. Is the NFL is like, oh, well, or, or people that argue it. Well, that team was there because of this. There's one other team that I would even put close. You, you put those 90s Cowboys together. I, I would say as dynasties go, Steelers have to be the first one. Nobody remembers the old Green Bay ones. So th- those ain't going to count. They might come into play here. Now, I don't mean to piss off Green Bay Packer fans. But you've had these great dynasties. And football is always better when there's a couple of dynasties going. You would have to say that the initial, I guess the initial dynasty would be the Green Bay Packers. And then they went belly up for 40 fucking years before they ever went back to the Super Bowl. But in the modern era, the, the, the franchises have been easy. You got to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, a lot of people say the Raiders. Well, the Raiders were their caveat. But when it comes to being a dynasty, it was the Pittsburgh Steelers. Second to none. And, and the Cowboys tried. And it took the Cowboys two decades to get to where the Steelers were. Because of that fateful fucking sorry-ass the catch moment, the 80s were over for the Cowboys. And the Niners dominated the 80s. And I would say they were the franchise of the 80s, were the Niners. And 
And then you had the 90s. And that franchise that dominated the 90s, that made football what it was, was the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys have this little, little hint of mystique in the 70s. The 90s, though, they're full on in. And it was because of that team they instu- instituted stupid rules about salary caps, which I have hated every day since then, because they wanted to end the dynasty. God bless Robert Kraft. I'm going to tell him right now. I, I think having the, the foible be the New, New England Patriots as the New York Yankees are always the bad guy in baseball. Rightfully so, they have 27 championships. You need a bad guy in football. And the Cowboys were a bad guy, but the bad guy kept losing. This is coming from a Cowboys fan. We turned into almost the Washington Generals of the NFL. That's a team that always got beat by the Globetrotters. The one thing that I will say that Tom Brady has that no other athlete I've ever seen have, I, I don't even know what to call it. He is the ultimate teammate. After a quarterback wins a few Super Bowls, their pay becomes astronomical. How is it that a guy who has won more titles than the Cowboys franchise, he's tied with the Steelers, he's won more than the Niners, he How is that guy not making $100 million a year? Because he wants to win. He knows that if he sucks up all the money, he, he ain't good enough to win. That's what sets Tom Brady aside in this day and age. The Pats will be forgotten in another five years. Oh, they're already there. I, I mean, Mac, Mac Jones is going to do a good job, but the mystique of them is over. The mystique has come and gone. All right, we're going to take a break. 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Uh, tomorrow, like I said, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is going to be on the show, and uh, it's going to be NFL and Valentine's Day. I know, it's a perfect combo, just like this weekend. My yellow rose of Texas packed up and left this morning. I don't know where she's gone, and most of all, I don't know why. I only know I've got the blues, I've never been this lonesome. It's enough to make a man lay down and die Lone Star Beer and Bob Will's music When I hear faded love I feel at home Lone Star Beer and Bob Will's music I've kept my heart alive since you've been gone
Will's music helps to keep that woman off my mind. Bartender, keep that cold beer coming long as I got money, cause I plan on being here till closing time. Here's a song I wrote on a plane between Dallas and Austin. Going to El Paso. Whoops. Now this is what gave us the idea to come down here. This is a song about a guy that... Probably did as much for our kind of music as anybody. 
Well, the honky tonks in Texas were my natural second home. Where you tip your hat to the ladies and the rose of San Antonio. I grew up on music that we call Western Swing. It don't matter who's in Austin, Bob Wills is still the king. Lord, I can still remember the way things were back then. In spite of all the hard times, I'd live it all again. Hear the Texas Playboys and Tommy Duncan sing Makes me proud to be from Texas Where Bob Wills is still a king You can hear the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee It's the home of country music on that we all agree But when you cross that old Red River Hoss That just don't mean a thing But once you're down in Texas Bob Wills is still a king Just can't live in Texas unless you've got a lot of soul. It's the home of Willie Nelson, the home of Western Swing. He'll be the first to tell you Bob Wills is still the Christopher says, it's just too bad all you Cowboys, Niners, Patriots, and Steelers fans will probably never get to see your team catch up to Green Bay. That is true. That is true. The the Cowboys, none of those teams will catch Green Bay in their NFL championships. That's but the Super Bowl is the world championships, and that's bigger than the NFL championships. So you take your intercontinental belt and enjoy it, and I'll enjoy the world belt. There you go. Uh, somebody asked, Tom Brady has more Super Bowls than any franchise by himself? No. Tom Brady is tied with most Super Bowl wins with a franchise, with two franchises, the Patriots. And the, and the Steelers, yeah. Now, the Steelers took two quarterbacks to get that. The Patriots took one. That, that, that's another telling sign right there. But, 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 but. He does have seven. 
which means he has more than any he has more than than any franchise. Yeah, I guess, yeah. By himself. Wow. And he says he says on a podcast that he's happy with his decision to step away from the league, but could reconsider it six months from now. Wow. Wow. So you're saying there's a chance. That's the spirit can't catch up to the best. Change the name of the game. Bingo. But 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 oh, we could dig in deeper. I mean, you know, where your beloved Reggie White was considered such a great defensive player, he'd been kind of me- mediocre compared to Deacon Jones. I mean, if you look at their stats. Straight fire says, fucking leave already, Tom. Asterisks on most of his early wins, though, in my book. And look, that's the knock that Brady has, that Belichick made him bad. He cheated. The tuck rule. You, you, you know, it. look, he's just a modern-day Darth Vader to, to a lot of people. I understand it. I get it. And what, what makes you hate him even more is that he'll sit there and go, yeah, I understand. He won't try to fight for you to like him. He'll be like, yeah, I understand. You're like, fuck, I can't but help it like that. The Browns say the same thing, Chris. Jesus. Look, the the only thing I want to see, this would make me, I would be happy if, if one of these three scenarios happened. The third scenario is the pie in the sky. The third one ain't happening. Joe Burrow's never going to become a Cowboy. But let's say scenario one is Jerry Jones decides to fire Mike McCarthy, which is what he should do. Hire Sean Payton immediately and not interview any black coaches because, well, they know they don't have the job at all. And instead of making them look like hyenas and flying all the way across the country and leaving their family behind to a job interview they know they're not going to get. Jerry Jones just outright hires Sean Payton. Sean Payton makes a phone call, and he calls Tom Brady and says, Hey, Tom, how would you like to win a Super Bowl for the Cowboys? And my, the, the dream scenario would be like, Yep, I'm down. Let's get grunk. Cowboys win a Super Bowl, people. I'm just telling you. Other scenario. And and none of these are going to happen. Why? Because it's me. Because it's me. This is why. Jerry Jones, both scenarios include firing Mike McCarthy. Because I don't think Mike McCarthy picks up the phone and calls Tom Brady. No, I, I don't think he answers for that. Mike McCarthy gets fired from the Cowboys. Sean Payton gets hired. Calls Tom, turns it down. Second phone call, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers can play because he ain't going to play for, for, for Mike McCarthy, he said ever again. Play for Sean Payton. Cowboys win the Super Bowl. Sorry to tell you, that would happen. Man, you guys would hate me forever. 
Yeah, I'd be like, Arnie, you you called every step of that. I'd be like, D -d -d I I I when you say that hey, Arnie, you called it. Man, it's what I do. It's what I do, people. I mean, the Ravens, right? Browns moved to Baltimore and changed their name because they were so embarrassed to be the Browns. No, 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 no. We're talking about the old Browns, you know, that played back in the NFL era. You know, with that guy named Jim Brown on the team. You know, back, back, back in the day before the Super Bowl. You know, Mr. Green Bay Packers. Jerry Jones just interviewed Brian Flores to hire Sean Payton. I saw the story yesterday. It was I think Andrew sent it to me last night, and and I did I responded to him saying that this should be played. Duh. They said that Lovey Smith got the job in Houston over Brian Flores because of Brian Flores's current situation by suing the NFL. Duh. You really think you're going to get a fucking job? The only team that's dumb enough to hire you, and, 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 and honestly, I know they're not because they already hired somebody. This would have been so Al Davis. And I'm sorry, Raider fans, you know I'm right. You know I'm right that out of spite and what they, the NFL did to you last year by getting Gruden, you would hire Brian Flores to be the head coach just to stick it right in the NFL's ass. <laughs> the, Biden thinks the Browns got that name from having black players. <laughs> oh, man. Tom, stay away. Just, just look. Exit gracefully, please. Let's see. Uh, okay. Uh. Let's see. Extremely urgent. Uh, the headline sounds like a joke. It's not. This is from Arise. She just sent this to me. Oh, the White House has begun an extraordinary assault on free speech in America. It is no longer content merely to far, force social media companies to suppress dissenting views. It appears to be setting the stage for the use of federal police powers. Uh, how else to read the National Terrorism Advisory System Bulletin the Department of Homeland Security issued on Monday? Uh, the United States remains in a heightened threat environment fueled by a severe, uh, several factors, including an online environment filled with false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories. If you're not thinking about it, the government just said that the government now says misleading narratives are the most dangerous contributor to terrorism against the United States. The Bulletin's next sentence, these threat actors seek to exaggerate, exaggerate 
social friction to show discord and undermine public trust in government institutions to encourage unrest, which could potentially inspire acts of violence. A federal agency says that to undermine public trust as government institutions is now considered terrorism. Speech doesn't even have to encourage rebellion or violence generally, much less against specific. It just has to be potentially inspiring. Wow. This is, this is a national advisory right now. I mean, is this something that we're going to have to worry about now? <sighs> God damn. I... I They are trying to pit side versus side so bad with things like this. They are doing it. They are doing, yes, it rises exactly. Free speech equals terrorism. I disagree with what, look, let's break it down to its simplest form. I disagree with what the government is doing. That's terrorism now. Who does that sound like? You question the government and you go missing. Hashtag Chinese tennis player. Is it me or is it funny that they're saying conspiracy theories and misinformation are are the leading threat of terrorism? We're only going to cause more and deepen conspiracy theories and misinformation, right? So much for question authority from the left. Whoa, wait a second now. Hold on. Whoa. (laughs) Mr. Scott, let me tell you, you can still question authority as long as it doesn't really question authority authority. Once again, double words. And you know I'm right. Hashtag whoever got away with blackface versus Morgan Wallen. Or, or, or uh, Morgan Wallen versus, I don't know, Joe Biden. We already have a nigger. Oh, God. Okay, there it was right there. Hmm. So being an American equals terrorism. Remember the citizens that have the power to overthrow and remove the government. Oh, yeah. Damn it, I had the volume up again. Well, I, I'm sorry. That was too gold. That was a gold moment right there. It's one of those things. They, they See, you get that. If you're inoculated with the showbiz gene like I am, you know when to insert things like that. See, a lot of people didn't see that coming, and it may, it was the cherry on top. She's on the phone, so I think she didn't hear. Okay. Or she's sitting on the other end of the phone talking about, you do not know what this woman's listening to. There's some crazy man, some crazy-sounding Texan. Talking the N-word and everything. <laughs> oh, he's not saying it. Joe Biden's saying it. 
wait a second, he's got Joe Biden on the show? No, he doesn't have Joe Biden. He's playing some sort of snippet or clip. Well, since they're deeming free speech uh, uh, terrorism now, let's continue with the terrorism. That's that's right. You are listening to a terroristic show. ArnieRadio.com, based on free speech, is terrorism. Now, this is something that I I just got to say. I've heard this a bunch of times. I don't buy it. I, I do not buy it ever. Okay? I, 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 I'm not picking up what you're putting down. Okay? There is a Playboy model out there. 27-year-old Elizabeth Marie Chevalier. She's got 2.9 million followers on Instagram. Has a very popular OnlyFans account. Been in Playboy, Maxim, all those ones. She ended a relationship several months ago, and she's had trouble dating because men, well, they just say she's too beautiful to find a boyfriend. Oh, Bless your heart. Bless your heart that you are just too darn pretty to find yourself a boyfriend because the boys are all intimidated by you. I'm going to get back to that point here. Let me continue. She's now offering a Valentine's Day date with her fans who would bid up to $60,000. Someone has even sent her a Rolex. She says she's been on dates where men can't even speak to her, and some men have just treated me like a commodity. Elizabeth said that her beauty also is an obstacle with female friendships because women think she's trying to steal their boyfriend. Now, that, 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 that. Yeah, I feel sorry for Hollywood power players bitching that they could get their latest ego project done. Go cry into a bowl of razor blades. Oh, no shit. Um, So the girl who says she's too pretty to date. Oh, you know I don't like telling truths on the show. You know I don't. These are those dinner date truths. Where, 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 where I may hurt a relationship, and I don't like this. I do love it, though. Because one of you is going to ask, is Arnie telling the truth? And you being the truthful person, you say, yes. Here's the truth. The reason why guys won't date you, it's not because you're too pretty. It's not that. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter how pretty you are. You, you, you sex kitten you from Playboy model. This is why guys won't date you. Is because they know, well, they might not even know you. 
And, and I'm not going to say because she's a bitch. The, the, this is the thing. They ain't going to date you because, first of all, they don't know you and you're treating them because you don't know them. So they're treating them the same way you treat them. They're treating you that way now. Honey, honey, no matter how good it is, no matter if you got a cape on that thing down below or behind, if you know what I mean, if you are the Meghan Markle with the, the super pussy, most guys, you know what? They ain't got time for all that because they know how much drama goes along with all that. And maybe you are the most down-to-earth sweet girl in the world, but I, I think not because you're saying you're too beautiful to date, so you're a little bit full of yourself. Oh, and you have an OnlyFans page? Well... It may be, maybe, guys won't date you because you look like a greedy whore. I'm just saying. She's complaining that other women don't want to be around her because they think she's trying to steal their boyfriend's husband. Bitch, it's because you are an attention-starved and a pain in the ass to be around. Gain a genuine personality and work on being a good person. You sound like a miserable bitch. Oh, God, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You're that girl. You're the girl that everybody catered to her whole life. Show me the most beautiful woman in the world, and I'll show you the man who's tired of fucking being around her. Amen. Look, you gotta have you, you you gotta have something under that fucking hood. Men are too no, men are not too scared. You know what men are scared of? This is what men. Let me let me just tell you real quick. Men don't come up to you a because rejection is a real fucking kick to the nuts. B, they think that you're an uppity bitch already. Look, they've judged you before you've judged them. And why? Because they've played this scenario out time after time after time. Wow, you're that one. You're that unicorn. Tell you this, honey. If that we all know that little fella from that that ninety day fiance show, right? The guy with no neck. Remember him, little little, little bastard with no neck. If he went up to you and was everything that you wished a man would be, you ain't going out with him. Come on, you already know that you're too beautiful. You've been in all these magazines. You know it. Who's this chick? Her name is Elizabeth Marie Chevalier. (laughs) And yes, women hate you because shut up. That's why. They're tired of hearing you bitching about your... 
Look, look, go out there and use that personality. You have zero personality. Good God. Men won't date me because I'm too beautiful. The fuck you are. I seen better looking girls in a fucking a pop shop commillation fucking piece on on whatever porn service you use. Come on. I, I'm too pretty to date. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Have you gone to my OnlyFans page yet and named my vulva? <laughs> Man, I tell you what, if some fucking porn star comes out and has a name, my vulva, I want a fucking piece of that. That right there sounds like a hell of a game to play on OnlyFans. I just did a Google search. Every single face she makes is... Get the fuck away from me, you unworthy pile of pencil shavings. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. This is the kind of girl that, that you walk up to and you see, and she knows exactly what kind of watch you got on. Oh, that watch is worth four, and knows how much it's worth. Tad bit on the, uh, uh, I would say, gold digger side, if you will. Yes, I will. Thank you. Thank you very much. Speaking of gold digger side, I said dig. Morning, Arnie. For me, it's a trust thing with beautiful women. They know they can have any man on the planet. They can also be very... Wait, oh, shit, it went away. Hold on. They can be very shallow. If a man doesn't have deep pockets or isn't hung like Kong, she ain't interested. No, it, yeah. Instead of getting to know the person. Oh, I get it. Hey, man. And and by the way, it goes both ways. It's okay. It goes both ways. But I always say this about them. This is the thing, though. Shut your fucking mouth when you say you're too beautiful for anybody to date you. You know what you want, and you aren't willing not to date that. That's fair. I don't care if this chick... Guys don't come up and hit on her. If guys don't come up and hit on her, she needs to shut the fuck up. You deserve to get what you what you want. She don't want the no-neck guy from 90 Day Fiance. She shouldn't have to be with him. <laughs> Joe Biden doesn't say gold digger. He says the other thing. Imagine if the mayor was a gold digger. Uh, the rise, I'm not playing it. Don't worry. Not going to play it. Antonio Brown announces that he has a new job. You know, this is the guy who took his jersey off and quit football in the middle of a game against the Jets, and he was playing with Tom Brady. Um, he says he's come out, he's got a new job. He's not going to play in the league anymore. Uh, he He's now going to work for... Kanye West. Come on. That's it. Now, see, that's a bad Saturday Night Live skit. 
That is a bad Saturday Night Live skit, but this is real life. This is actually happening. Uh, Former Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver has taken an Instagram to announce that he's found his first job. He posted an apparent $2 million invoice claiming that he purchased an owner's suite for Sunday Super Bowl at SoFi. However, the invoice appears to be uh, from last year, and the due date is labeled 2-7-21. Oh. 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 You nincompoop. But how great is that, that he is going to work for Kanye? Man, oh man, is there enough ego left in Southern Florida? Will they try to mate? Kanye's going to sit there and go, hey man, check this out. I was watching this movie, right? And uh, and, and, and what they did was they, they combined the, uh, the, the magical love juice of, like, all these different men, right? And they shook it up. And, and boom, Arnold Schwarzenegger was born. And then they had some left over, and Danny DeVito was born, and it was a comedy. But, but, but let's take the comedy part out. Let's say that this is real, man. What do you say you and I father a child together? Put some of your gunk gunk in. You, I'll put some of my gunk gunk in. We'll go down to Home Depot. We'll shake it up. And then we'll put it in so-and-so. I'll get Kim on board. <laughs> he believes that it can be done that way. <laughs> Man, we've been doing this for like three years now, kid. <laughs> Our remake called Twins, bitch. Come on. These two can't work together. This is the oddest couple. Oh god. Oh, I I don't I don't know how long it, it lasts for. Because both these guys, both these guys like to stab out the heart of anybody that gets close to them. Gunk, I got you with gunk. Uh, they don't get along with people for long. Kanye is trying to besmirch Kim in divorce court now. Remember what he said about President Bush? He doesn't care for black people. And Antonio Brown, who's just flat out on the crazy side, and that's saying something when you're talking about Kanye. Please, please let there be reality cameras that are following them along. Oh, my God, that would be so genuinely great. Uh, mm, let's see. Uh, 
bullshit news yesterday that Ted Lasso season three is going to be delayed. Or four, whatever, the, the next season. Man, let me just say this right now. That's some bullshit. That is some bullshit. Oh, it's, it is season three. Now, season three has been written. The cast is ready to go. They're ready to start filming, but they can't start filming the, the football sessions yet for some reason. And that's what's pushing everything back. Oof. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm ready for Ted Lasso to come back. The world needs its lasso. And that's Ted Lasso. Damn it. They left season two on such a cliff. Oh, I know. I know. By the way, I still have not forgiven Nate. I still hate Nate. Hey, oh, oh, hey, uh, Ozark fans. Ozark fans. Now, look, it's been on for a while now, so I'm not ruining anything, I hope, yet. Um, Ozark fans. Um, okay, so you watch the series all the way through. So here's my question. What does the beginning of the series have to do with the, 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 the final? Is it, are they telling us this is the end part? I don't know when the second part of season four is yet. I, I, I'm wanting to know. What the very first part of season four had to do with the end of season four. Oh, please let him go. Oh, man. If he accuses Kim of that, of saying the N word, if he has tape of it, She probably says it all the time. She thinks she has an inward past now and everything. Oh, it takes it. But see, I you know, here's the thing. I think Kim Kardashian, but it, it's running out. The longer she stays with Pete Kardashian, she she's about to lose it. She does have a pass. Yeah, I, I mean, you think all the love she gave to the brothers. Reggie Bush, Ray J. Chris Humphreys. See, that it took a knock then. Been back with Kanye. Boom. Then Kanye got crazy and people were like, you know what? We're going to let you go on this one, girl. Yeah, yeah, you're, you, you, we're, we're still down because, I mean, look what your sisters are doing. But uh, 
think they'll let us know in the second part of season four. Okay. I enjoyed the first part of season four of the Ozarks. I, I, I thought it was good. I thought it was real good. A little slow in a couple places, but hey, it's still good. Good news for everybody. When Alec Baldwin agrees to shoot a movie, he shoots a movie. Remember how Alec Baldwin came to us a few months ago crying? Oh, so upset about what had happened. If you don't know what happened, um, I got to find the sound effect now. Is this it? Well, the trigger wasn't. Yeah, there you go. All right. Brett, what's up, buddy? Um, Alec Baldwin, a few months ago, came out on television talking about the incident that happened while shooting a movie called Rust, where he fired a gun, and it killed the cinematographer, shot the director of the movie. He came out and said this at first. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. No, no, no. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them. Never. No, no. Oh, no, no, never. Not like you've done a number of times in movies, but I know that doesn't count. Oh, wait. This was a movie set, too. You did the same thing. So you have been trained in this. You know how to do this. Came out, and he's crying in this interview, saying, I, I don't know if I'll ever act again. Well, there he is over in Great Britain, flew there, posted a video. He posted a video of himself walking down the streets of southern England. Mm-hmm. There you go. So he's happily back at work now. See, I told you Alec Baldwin wasn't that good of an actor. He then tries to throw in. I'm still in shock over the incident and the set and how it, sh- it, it, it shuttered this Western down. I may still even find that hard to say. I went back to work today for the first time in three and a half months, and movies are nearly always the same. The film he's working on is about some hijacking that happened, allegedly. Hijack 767 will crash in just 97 minutes when a fuel runs out against the strong will of NSA Deputy Toyant. NSA Director Hawkins prepares to have the plane shut down before it does any catastrophic damage on the ground, leaving the fate of the innocent passengers in the hands of Tyler, one of the alleged hijackers on board, who's an undercover Interpol agent. Or is he? So stupid. That's stupid. But hey, Alec, glad to see that you're back at work. Maybe what you do is that when this premiere comes out, I would say invite him to the big Hollywood premiere. But since this is going to probably be a direct-to-video, have him over for popcorn Maybe have over uh, the, the, the gal that you shot, her husband and her son, to watch this movie that you got to make, but she didn't. 
I didn't push the missile button. No, 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 no. I would never point a missile at an airplane. That would never happen. <laughs> oh, damn, I thought you were about to say he was making a gangster rap video where he's throwing up gang signs and flashing his gat. I, 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 if, if Alec Baldwin ever would be in a hardcore gangster rap video, now that would be funny. That would be funny. That would totally be worth reporting on and, and getting to and reporting at. All right, last story in this here segment is about this wild story going on in the UFC. That there's a conspiracy online. So here, here you go, the online conspiracy theory. That Conor McGregor's pub is, is, is money laundering front for an Irish cartel. Oh. Now, 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 come on. Come on. Come on. It's an Irish gang. It's not a cartel. Rise just called me a terrorist. The King and Drug Cartel, that his pub, the Black Forge Inn, is just a front for the crime family's drug business. On top of that, he's being allegedly forced to launder their money against his will. The Black Forge was attacked by a, a pipe bomb last month. The terrorists are believe a rival gang to sabotage McGregor's pub upon finding out that he worked for the Kinahans. Kinahans. When <laughs> the driver's driver's bye-bye. A leprechaun's motherfucker. I love that they, they're reporting... Uh, the, the, yes, they're holding it against his will. That's just funny. How great would it be if that was true? Now, now there is an old story. Here it is right here. Where he had a run-in with a, a crime family a few years ago, the same family. The former champ reportedly punched a man in his 50s who is believed to be the father of convicted drug dealer Graham the Wig Whelan. Shortly after that, uh, they claimed that there was a 9,000 euro, I guess, I don't know, pound bounty on his head. It's important to note that he had been no attempt to harm McGregor since the story was published. I remember hearing about that. Why would you want to do that to him when you know how much money you could make with it? Do I think his place is a front for the mob? I don't know. But some don't make sense. He's hiding a lot of money somewhere because UFC fighters don't make that much. I know that he makes a lot, 
But to live the lifestyle, him, you know, rolling around in Rolls Royces, buying all this custom shit, doing all this shit. <clears throat> How much do UFC pay him? And from what I understand, his whiskey is garbage. used to be we were all racist. Now we're all terrorists. I recall when terrorists blew up some buildings in America. I just can't connect how it is easy to call us that for reasons that don't involve killing people on a mass scale. I hear you. I hear you, you fucking terrorist, you. Oh, man. And by the way, if it is true about Conor McGregor, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, honestly, I, I, I think it would be great. You know, it, it would prove to me that, that, that some old, old ways are still out there. Don't cross the mob. Come on. Everybody knows that, dummy. I, I, I mean, I, seriously. You big dummy. I mean, you don't cross them. Idiot. Uh, all right, 775-357-FANS is the number, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixer last segment, coming up next.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Now, now, I just I, I just came up with something in my head here. Hearing those two songs together. Two artists, uh, two groups, a, a group and a, a single artist taken way before their time. Leonard Skinner and Stevie Ray Vaughan. We were probably only a few years away from that possibly happening if there wasn't a plane crash involved. Can you imagine how awesome that tour would be? Stevie Ray Vaughan and Leonard Skinner together, the original form. I got my mind kind of clicking like, what a real, I mean, what, what tour out there of groups that never played together, what if they were to play together? I mean, I, I, I mean, it, you have to think about it. Oh, you, you want to talk about a show? Hmm. Well, no, I can't. You can't really put anybody together with Zeppelin because Zeppelin's going to headline, unless it's Elvis. And we got to take Elvis off the table. But I mean, you think about it: Stevie Ray Vaughan and Leonard Skinner touring together. That would be like. I, 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 it's one of those things that you, you think about, you go like, well, what about like if Queen were to have toured with, I don't know, it, it, Queen, Queen is going to be the big time band on that thing and no matter what, but like Queen and, and, and Aerosmith, Queen and Metallica, oh, Queen and Metallica, there you go. There's a tour I'd go see. Queen and Metallica. (laughs) George Carlin and Red Fox on tour, please. Okay. Michael Jackson and Madonna. That would have been absolutely. Michael Jackson and Prince. Holy shit. Can you imagine that show? Michael Jackson and Prince. I think about that in movies all the time. Bruce Lee and Expendables next to Chuck Norris. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm still trying to figure out who I'm going to put Van Halen with. I mean, for me, it'd be like Van Halen and George Strait. That that would do it for me. That's a night. Thank you. Oh, man. That would be cool. That would really be cool if something like that could happen. But instead, we live in the real world. Chris, I can get misty-eyed thinking of a movie starring Bruce and Brandon Lee together. Oh, there you go. 
That could be the original Karate Kid. Huh? Roy Orbison and Van Halen? I did see Metallica in the Rolling Stones. I live long, die-hard Metallica fan, and I have to say the Stones made my Metallica look like old folks. I was so bummed with their performance. I've seen them at least 20 times live, and that was the worst. See, I'd have to put ACDC in there. ACDC and maybe... I won't say Rage, because that's a tour that probably could happen. I, I, I don't know if I... It's necessarily one of those that blows my mind. I want something that goes, oh, my God. Kind of like the Stevie Ray Vaughan, Leonard Skinnerd. Van Halen and Soundgarden. Oh, I, I would, I would, I would, that would be fantastic. How about Leonard Skinner and Bob? That would be a great show. Leonard Skinner and Bob Seger. Hell yeah. Leonard Skinner and Kid Rock. (laughs) Nirvana and John Legend. The Gunshot Tour. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you (laughs) John Lennon and Kurt Cobain. The, the applause. Oh, wait, 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 where's that? Hold on a second here. Uh, he goes, oh, yes, here they come, here they come. Oof, oh, man. Oh, golly. Leonard and Luke Bryan. Oh, stop that. Oh, dear God, if Leonard Skinner and Kid Rock toured together, it would literally start the next civil war. Tupac and Public Enemy. There you go. Leonard and Adele. Oh, God damn you, Alicia. No, they, they wouldn't tour with her. Come on. It's me. There you go. All right. ACDC and The Who. Not bad. Public Enemy and NWA. Wow. Wow. East Coast, West Coast gangsta. That'd be pretty badass. That would be legit. Packing Biggie. All right. Yeah. There you go. Now, see, I softened you up with all this cool talk about you know, future tours and everything, and Hinder and Hoobastank, the Nobody Shows Up tour. And you can put Luke Bryan in there, too. No, I mean ACDC and dot, dot, dot. Oh, ACDC and, uh, I just haven't thought you, because to me, ACDC is a great band. I love ACDC, and I don't want to give them somebody, you know, not worthy of them. Maybe ACDC and Black Sabbath? Maybe. I, I, I'm i not sure. ACDC 
ACDC to me is one of those bands that just really stand the time by themselves. So I, I gave you guys the carrot. Now I got to give you the stick. Which I don't know why carrots are treats, but hey, that's the saying. So I'll go as the saying goes. Janice Joplin and Neil Diamond. Oh, God. Now that'd be Elvis and Neil Diamond. Elvis and anybody, but so like I said, Elvis is off the table. George Strait and Neil Diamond, yeah, I'm front row. I, I, I'll I'll sell people. I will literally commit human trafficking to be at the head, the front of the stage for Neil Diamond and George Strait. <laughs> with Rob Zombie opening. Oh, Ozzy and Alice Cooper, yeah, with Zombie opening, that'd be cool. Our little fat buddy across the uh, the the way, our little little fat buddy, the 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 fat Rosie O'Donnell lookalike, Kim Jong Un. In North Korea, they've been doing all these tests. They've been shooting all these missiles. And now, from the Foreign Ministry of North Korea. I hate myself loving you. Oh, Pat Benatar. Oh, Pat Benatar and the Go-Go's. I'm there. Pat Benatar. Oh, oh, arise. We could do this one. Pat Benatar and Joan Jett. You wouldn't know what hit you. <laughs> right call back <laughs> oh man that's just good George Strait and the Highwaymen I'd go see that George Strait's playing with Willie in, uh, in March down in Austin but tickets are already like $4,000 so Ain't going to see that. That'd be a kick-ass show, though. George Strait and Willie Nelson together. Uh, all right, so little fat buddy, Kim Jong-un, came out. Do the petty cash tour. I like that. And said, quote, In today's world where many countries waste time dealing with the United States with submission and blind obedience... There's only our country on this planet that can shake the world by firing a missile with the U.S. mainland in range. End quote. Was that threat? Prince and Rick James, the children will be conceived and born in the Isles tour. Uh, I, I don't know, but uh, that kind of sounded like a threat to me. And you see, now, now we got to put up with little fat guy again. Little fat guy who's starving his own goddamn people, putting all this propaganda up, even though we know what's happening. And now he's talking about being able to shoot a missile all the way to America. 
and shaking the world. <sighs> See, this is where you have to have the patience of China. And China's just holding him back. China's just saying, wait. This is that rabid dog that you got that you don't let on anybody unless somebody does something real bad. Because, you know, Kim Jong-un, he's wanted to do something for a while. He's like, what? What? China's like, whoa, 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 slow down. Slow down. If you cross me, I will end you too. Just bide your time there, little fat buddy. You'll get your shot at him. I promise. You stay, t- you stay true and loyal to us. That's all that's happening. Except now, little buddy's like, yeah, well, you know what? We could blow up your country with our missiles. I'm sure China wasn't happy to hear that quote go out. I can't believe the porky dictator doesn't respect the office of president of the United States of America, right? You know, I mean, maybe. You know what it is? Kim Jong-un, he's, he's a big fan of politics. I, I've read about him. And he said he was turned off by Joe Biden in 1985. We already have a nigger. Oh, God damn it. There it is right there. Holy crap. Holy Lord. Arise, you okay? I wish this country, I wish his country would rise up and solve their famine eating that limp dick fat fuck already. Well, look, 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 look. We know they're not going to. We know that they're not going to rise up because that's not their nature. We've allowed that to be the the defining moment now. Sometimes you have to change your nature. And it's hard. It is damn near impossible. But you sometimes you have to, to risk it. These people aren't willing to risk it. What, why are they so afraid? I, I mean, outside of him using really violent military force on him, why are people so afraid of him? Like I said, in, in that not to belittle the fact that he murders him, and I know why they're afraid of him. But why are they afraid of him? Why, why does he have the ability to do that? Just because of the family he's in? No, I didn't, I didn't talk about that North Dakota bill, uh, 1298, the anti-LGBTQ bill that would ban transgender girls from participating in school sports consent. With their gender identity. Good. So the, no, you know, they should play with what they were born with. If that's what that means, then I'm in favor of, yeah, playing with what you got. Kim Jong-un wants to come out and say that he is ready to, to launch a missile at America. Well, I'll tell you this right now. Uh, that to me sounds like a threat there, Hoss. Somebody's going to need to address that threat. 
Now, is it our current offer? It'll have to be, but will that be too soon or too late? China's going to get his fucking dumbass to apologize, and he's going to take it off the table, and he's going to be huffing and puffing because he's mad this time. Not because he's fat and he walked a long way. It happens. Deal with it. He's going to be huffing and puffing because he's mad he didn't get his way again. I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised to see something like this happen, I, even though this is straight from the movies it happening. When China says no one too many times to North Korea. And North Korea is like, you motherfuckers, you. And they attack China. I'd like to see what would happen if North Korea, I mean, I know what would happen. North Korea would be eviscerated. But at least now we know what we got. They're taught from a young age that the Kim families are gods. Also, most North Koreans have no idea what the rest of the world is like. They don't know any better for the most part, but things are changing slowly, but the times are changing. Look, and that's the whole deal. See, this is the thing, this is another thing that I despise about America. I love our country a lot, I do, but there are things that... I, We think the rest of the world is like us or at least wants to be like us. Now, that's true for a lot of parts of the world. There there are some places that want to be America. But I would would go out on a, a venture and say, I think there are more countries that aren't concerned about what America does. They are concerned about what they do. They don't want to look like America. They want to look like themselves. They don't want to conform. They want to exist. They want to be independent. They uh, independence is is the 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 glue that holds our world together. I would only want to see that happen to see if we, the United States, can mind our own fucking business and just sit back and watch China and North Korea settle their own agreement without stepping in like we are fucking. World police. Well, the problem with that is this. And Jen, you're really not going to like me for this. I'll I'll never forget. (sighs) When this was said to me, I was mad about it, but I thought about it, and I still to this day hate it. That won't ever happen because, well, America won't do that because that wouldn't make us America. To just sit back. No, that wouldn't make us America. See, the stuff happens to America because that's what happens. Us not taking care of the rest of the world is not what America does. America takes care of the rest of the world. Why? Because unfairly the rest of the world counted on us after World War II. 
I said it was unfair. It's unfair. But we are the police force of the world, like it or not. We may not have jurisdiction everywhere, but that's what it's turned into. Because if this was truly war, rules of engagement involved. Let's just go ahead and say it. Do you think it really would have taken us this much time? See, if we weren't police, if we weren't waiting for stuff to happen, our military used to go in, they said attack, they would go and attack, be done there and leave. I mean, honestly, with the technology, I want you to think about this. With the technology advances since, we, since we've had them, since this whole Middle Eastern conflict broke out, how is it that we have all this superior firepower and technology and we can do all this stuff, yet it's taking us 20-plus years to be the country where men would rather fuck goats than women. What does that mean? It amazes me, truly. Oh, man. Where are we going to go now? Yeah, North Korea threatening us. <sighs> Joe, you got to do something about it. You got to do something about it. I get out of the bus. I get out of the car. And, uh, and I say, Mom, why are all those kids? It was then called colored. Why are all those colored kids in that bus? Because in Scranton, there weren't any. There were very few blacks. So they're not allowed to go to school. He admitted he used the word colored there because he said that's what we used to call it. What? Means you can't be polite and politically correct and still win a war. Amen to that. It's so dumb. All right, what's next here? Let's see. Uh, Woman Shares VD. No, that's dumb. Mm -hmm. I can't do that one yet. That That one's too good. Wait, okay. Uh, oh, oh, that's what I want to read. There you go. I can see Joe saying, I didn't use the word, I'd use the word colored kids, but I did not say the word. <laughs> and he says the word. There was an attack in Alaska recently that really had some serious impact. On the Iditarod, after a large bull moose 
spent more than an hour stomping on the sled dog team of rookie Iditarod musher of the wilds last week. So, so a moose came up and attacked the 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 Iditarod person and and their their stuff. Why would you? I I don't even understand why you'd want to be in the same room as a moose. So uh, let's see. It's been an hour stomping on the sled dog team, blah, blah, blah. On Friday, the moose, after suffering injury, four of the dogs wouldn't leave, and the ordeal stopped only after she called friends for help. And somebody showed up with a high-powered rifle and killed the moose with one shot. I did a rod, a.k.a. I kill a dog. Damn. Just days later, her four dogs were on the men, and she's back to training with others. Now, I don't think this is a lady because there, somebody's getting sued, and, and she might have to go to prison for a dog attack that happened with her. Mm-mm-mm. That good old moose attack. You don't like it when the moose attacks. You want to attach, uh, attack that moose. Minnesota. Yeah, let, let, let's do this story. This is the good one to end on today. We might be here for a few more minutes here. Uh, is, is it more than one moose called Meese? Uh, I believe it's called, uh, yeah. A Minnesota mom gets 25 years for murdering boyfriend when she wanted him to stop talking. Now, we've all been put out before. We, we, we've all gotten in arguments with people before, and sometimes you just wish that other person would just shut the fuck up. No luck on that with Minnesota woman who will spend 25 years in prison for the murder of her boyfriend. After she told police she want, quote wanted him to stop talking. Uh, Stephanie Clark, a 31-year-old mom from Maple Grove, received 124 days of credit for time served following the March 2020 murder of Don Juan Butler. The two met on plenty of fish dating apps, but Butler, a convinced felon, moved into her apartment and almost immediately began a pattern of abusive and controlling behaviors. The key to this story is, is that if it is found to be the fault of the mother by not paying enough to get a gate or something uh, finished, 
Oh, she's going to be sued. But they say if mom get mom gets 25 years for murdering boyfriend when she wanted him to stop talking. She just wanted him to shut up. She's like, hey, jackass, shut up. That is just funny. All right, last story. Now, this is from the pile of what in the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you you look a gift horse in the mouth? A crocodile that had a tire stuck around its neck for six years is finally freed by an Indonesian villager. Now, I saw this story a little bit yesterday. So, so, uh uh-uh. So, uh, The crocodile's had a tire around its neck for six years, and nobody has killed it? Instead, they hire a tracker down, and they cut it off, and then they put it back in the water? Don't your children play in that water? When that, I'm just telling you right now, I don't want to hear it. When one of y'all's kids gets it locked down on and... This is simple. No, this is- that's not it. God damn it. Mm-mm-mm. No thanks. The crocodile was released back into the water immediately. No, no, it was released to my bootmaker. That's who it's released to. Be looking at the alligator. Hey, where's your brother? I need some new seats. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, Thank you guys for being here. I do appreciate it. We will be back tomorrow. Remember Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy tomorrow. And all of your Valentine's slash Super Bowl needs will be happening. So until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody. said I'd do too easy And now I'm paying the price A weakness for beautiful women Is my most expensive vice I still believe in matrimony But I can't afford another try Child support and alimony Is just about to bleed me dry Exes all across the country And I owe everybody in town I got bill collectors calling me up And lawyers trying to track me down I'm just one wrong move from the poorhouse But I don't belong in there I got so many exes and oh so much Ought to be on Hollywood squares Yeah, I ought to be on Hollywood
Hollywood squares Looking back over my love life I only have myself to blame I guess I should have checked the price tag Before I gave them my last name Now my credit rating's in the gutter And the bottom line sure looks bad I'll be paying the rest of my life For the few good times I've had Exes all across the country And I owe everybody in town I got bill collectors calling me up And lawyers trying to track me down I'm just one wrong move from the poorhouse But I don't belong in there I got so many exes and oh so much I ought to be on Hollywood Squares Here they Hollywood Squares You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody Goodbye now I am going to go get late Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.